tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? And welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to. Ah. There we go. Good morning, Swarm. Join me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Xavier Guerrero. How's your podcast doing? It's rocking. We've got a new episode out today. It's going to be out. George Perez stories. stories. All the links are in the description below if you want to check out anybody's podcast. And on the ones and twos, the man, the myth, the legend, outside the White House because he loves America, Johnny Woodard. How are you, bud? Good, man. Good, man. Johnny, you you love America, man. God, this guy loves America. I really do. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Johnny lives that zero dark 30 life all the time. That's right. That's right. That's how he does it, dude. He, that's how he does I it. I don't really know what that means, but you I mean, just, I know what that movie is. agree and, with it, Johnny. Okay. Just know it means America, okay? That's okay. all you got to know. That's right. That's Johnny, right. I'm like, I'm like American Sniper. You really basically. are with the ladies. Holla. Hey, Johnny, uh, when does Broken Sim, the new hit podcast drop? This soon. I'm almost done. I kind of lost That's all you data. need to know, people. Soon. It is on and Patreon that, right now if you want the uh, bonus. Go the, check the, it out. Go to patreon.com slash broken simulation and you That's will it. get yeah. the good stuff early, okay? And Guys, if you want to support you, okay, I got – listen, I'm going to cut this. Check out my – I got two Patreons, patreon.com slash hat for your daily doses, and then patreon.com conspiracy social club, myself, Brian Callen, t- discussing, debating – uh conspiracies let me just tell you i'm winning okay i'm winning left and right brian callen who i love with all my heart is taking l's all the time if you guys want to see me live i will be i am going to be live i am i am live i will be live i'm all about being live i know hold on real quick okay i'm going to be at in raleigh north carolina um october 24th through the 26th i'm very excited about that uh i will be at the uh good night good night comedy club go to goodnightcomedyclub.com and then st louis i'll be there october 1st through the 3rd the helium comedy club go to st-lewis.heliumcomedy.com or just google it that's uh st louis and then in october i will be at hilarity's in cleveland as well that's a that's a friday all sam one show sam tripoli on october 23rd guys uh t-shirts are killing it do go to timpohattshirts.com new t-shirts every day everybody's loving the uh rage on behalf of the machine shirts okay and then we got some awesome mugs for you just go to timfallhatswag.com and you can check those out guys check those out so yeah, guys, t- check out Tinfoil Hat uh, uh, T-shirts, Tinfoil Hat uh, swag. Help support the show, guys. Uh, our guest today is uh, my good friend and yours, the legend Bishop Larry Gators. Now I need you to know I'm I'm pretty sick, so I let Bishop Larry Gators go off. 
Uh, for you who think I talk too much, this is going to be your favorite episode. <laughs> uh, you're going to enjoy it. But I appreciate your support, and I appreciate Bishop Larry Gators doing some heavy lifting. So please enjoy the show. All right, let's get into it. Uh, to know him is to love him. He is in the Mount Rushmore of Tim Farrell hat. Uh, excited to have him back, and super excited to talk about this this topic. When he told me what he wanted to talk about, I got uh excited okay so please welcome back to the show the man the myth the legend bishop larry gators how are you brother brother sam uh triple e and brother xg and uh, brother johnny it is such a great honor to be back with you guys being a part of america's number one podcast the yes TV show yes that's why you're always welcome back because you know who we are <laughs> Exactly. And I, I want to kind of delve into a, a very unique topic uh, quickly, and then we'll open the floor up for Q&A. Uh, and that title is The Manipulation of Black Pain, the Weaponization of Black Trauma. Again, uh, the manipulation of black pain, the weaponization of black trauma. And there is a threefold level of manipulation that Black America is experiencing as we speak. Number one, that is the manipulation of reality that we call esokinesis. Two, the manipulation of time um, that is called chronokinesis. Through the prism of the manipulation of probability, that's called tychokinesis. So the first letters of esokinesis E, uh, chronokinesis C and tychokinesis T, that's where you get the acronym for the term, et cetera, which, which is used going back at least 1500 years in Central and, and Western Europe in, in order to place curses upon humanity. And so as we laid this foundation concerning the manipulation of a people who don't know who they are through the weaponization of a people who have never got over their trauma. One of the most powerful historians in history, a man by the name of Barack Despinoza once said, what altar of refuge can a man find uh, when he commits treason, uh, he, he commits treason against the majesty of reason? Let me say that one more time, because that is a powerful paradigm. What altar of refuge can a man find when he commits treason against the majesty of reason. So not only is black America being manipulated because of unresolved pain, but our trauma going back at least five centuries has never been dealt with and thereby is being fully weaponized against us. Now we have four of the biggest plantations in American history. And those major four plantations are the National Basketball Association, the National Football League, Major League Baseball, and the National Hockey League. Those are the biggest plantations in corporate America. As we are schematically laying this foundation, you can tell I love to teach concerning um, the um, weaponization of trauma, but being rooted in the total manipulation of black pain. So the plantation today in the slave has been fully upgraded, okay? Now we have witches uh, who are running Black Lives Matter. Yes, they're witches. 
You see, I am an apostolic assassin in the Pentecostal mercenary. I have no mercy for these lesbian stinking <laughs> witches in which they're going to be destroyed in the next year or two. So then the plantation has been fully upgraded and now we have a brand new redesigned slave named LeBron James and Rob Palenka, okay, the late Kobe Bryant, okay, and throughout the American sports industrial complex. So then to understand what black people are experiencing, we have to look at these three paradigms of what you and I call manipulation of our reality. So then Black Lives Matter doesn't mean anything according to the psychology of the deep state. They don't matter to the deep state because they're nothing but a piece of a matter or a chemical compound. So our reality is being manipulated like a Truman Show. So we are looking at a 1998 Truman Show where you got over 30 million black Americans playing the role of Truman Burbank while the role of Kristoff that was played by Ed Harris is now played by Barack Obama in this whore, Kamala Harris, I'm sorry, and all of these devils on the left, including Georgie Porgy Soros. They are manipulating both the reality and the time in the probability of a people who don't know who they are. They know what they are, but they don't know who they are. So they would rather call themselves 50 cent, quarter, nickel, penny, <laughs> ice tea, ice cube, ice tray, pit bull, little kitten. They're all over the map because we don't know who we are. So it's not just the manipulation of reality, but it's the manipulation of perceived reality and perceived control. So in other words, just like Kobe Bryant wanted to leave the plantation, they took him out. So going back to the year 2018, uh, Chadwick Boseman met Kobe Bryant for the first time uh, at a after at a party right after the Academy Awards. Chadwick Boseman is a member of Sigma Pi Phi Boule, like the late Kobe Bryant was. So Chadwick Boseman was being phased out, okay, by the director of the Black Panther movie, okay, Brother Kugler, who is a member of Sigma Pi Phi. So Chadwick Boseman was poisoned prior to his diagnosis. Listen, I didn't speak Ebonics. Chadwick Boseman was poisoned prior to his diagnosing, uh, uh, before his diagnosis of colon cancer. Why? Because at that first meeting, they met four times. Uh, at that first meeting in 2018 of February, Chadwick Boseman and Kobe Bryant wanted to leave the industry in order to establish their own studio, okay? Then all of a sudden, Kobe's plane goes down and Chadwick Boseman gets colon cancer.
Okay. Now, as a side note, his family, uh, that that's not his real mother and father and brothers. His last name is not Bozeman. I'll talk about that later on as we're laying the foundation, may not feel like preaching here, uh, concerning the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. So you and I are experiencing a present day Truman show of reality, time, and probability. How do we know that this is 2020? It's only 2020 because we're going by a 12-month Gregorian calendar that was given to us by Gregories or fallen demons in Genesis 6, Enoch 6, in Jude 6, 666, historical social uh, distancing, through Pope Gregory the 13th in 1582. So it's not 2020. Matter of fact, Sam might be 100 years old. We're only going by a 12-month Gregorian calendar that was once given to us by the fallen angels, not only called the Nokians and Nephilims, but Gregories, which gave birth to the Gregorian calendar. As we're talking about the manipulation of reality, time, and probability. Now, it gets deeper here. Now, the global Baphomet Luciferian deep state has been teaching us and commanding 7.7 billion people to socially distance ourselves in the manner of six feet. Well, 7.7 billion people times six feet of separation equals 46 billion, 200 million degrees of separation. Well, look at those first two numbers, 46. You and I have 46 chromosomes, 23 from the father, 23 from the mother. The serpent speaks 46 words to the woman in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1, going down to verses 4 and 5, according to the King James Version. But at the same time, here is this number 200. This is going to blow your mind as we're talking about the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. In Enoch chapter 6, uh, it gives a catalog of 200 angels that met on Mount Hermon, which represents the logo of Paramount Studios. In other words, the original logo of Paramount Studios, which goes back to 1912, had 24 stars. But in Enoch 6, it reveals 24 demons or fallen angels. Now, as a side note, one of the founding fathers of the Paramount Studios was a man by the name of Jesse L. Lasky, whose real name is Jesse L. Shukal Lansky, Shukal Lansky, who is it? Who was a Russian Kazarian? So does Jesse Holy Lansky shit. then changes his now name to Lansky, which then gives birth to Meyer Lansky. In other words, these are the slave masters who would be the puppeteers to both manipulate our pain and our trauma. So 46 billion, 200 million degrees of separation. 
And matter of fact, it gets deeper here. So then there is a threefold tier mental enslavement that Black America is suffering today. That is called neuroplasticity. It represents that the human brain becomes the shape of what the individual is thinking at that moment. Then we get neuroparasitology. That means that the human body is being poisoned by Popeyes and McDonald's and Burger King, whereas those foods carry parasites which attack the human brain. So then not just black people, but any person can be remotely controlled kinetically through neuroparasitology. Now we're not thinking on our own, the parasite is thinking for us. Then it takes us to hypercoagulability or hypercoagulation or solve ET coagulation that is on both of the arms of Baltimore and tattooed on the arm of J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter author. So then the foundation of the manipulation of reality, time, and probability. It gets deeper here. So as we continue to lay this foundation, like I said at the beginning of tonight's show, 7.7 .7 billion people called corpse. That's where we get the term corporation. So 7.7 .7 billion people are told to socially distance themselves by six feet. Well, that goes back thousands of years through the witchcraft, uh, Wiccan traditions of invoking demons and principalities as the witches had to be six feet separated from each other. Now you and I are experiencing the greatest global, not just cover up, but the greatest global hex and cursing system in human history. So, wait a minute now. So, 46 chromosomes and then the number 200. Wow. So, let me allow me to give you the listing of the angels, of the 200 angels. Only 20 are made mention in Enoch 6. Sanjiza means cognition. Sanjiza means thinking. Erekaba means that will. Remil means to, to begin. Kakabil. These are demons, means to process. Timil means reversing. Remil means a new design. Daniel means from God. Ezekiel with a Q means to reorder. Beraquil means a new design. Azil means a new pathogen. Aramos is going to blow your mind, means protein. Bacterial means beginning. Ananil means kingdom. We're almost done. Zachquil means a new government. Sam's appeal means back to heaven. Satyril means to rule. Turil means humanity. Jamjel means reset DNA. And serial means deception. So the code of the fallen angels in Genesis 6, Enoch 6, and Jude 6 means cognitional thinking that will begin the process of reversing a new design 
from God in order to redesign a new design, a new pathogen, a new protein, beginning, a new beginning, a kingdom, a government going back to heaven to rule humanity, to reset DNA through deception. So that is the manipulation of black pain in the weaponization of black trauma. All right, real quick, I want to tell you about our friends at Hydrant. All right, drinking water is critical for a healthy lifestyle, okay? It increases your brain power and boosts your productivity, all right? It prevents headaches and increases your focus, okay? It improves your skin and mood. It helps that helps with your digestion and gives you energy. It prevents bad breath and it can help you lose weight. But how much water is enough? Who knows? Is it 10 cups, a gallon? The good news is you don't have to worry about it. It doesn't need to be so complicated because of our good friends at Hydrant. That's right. Every day I start my life, my day with our friends at Hydrant. Look at this, dude. I love this. Grapefruit. What else do we got? That's right. Hydrant creates a refreshing electrolyte powder that you mix directly into your water and efficiently and effectively hydrate your body. It hydrates you quickly and keeps you going for longer. Okay. Uh, Ad Hydrant is backed by research. The formula was developed by a, an Oxford scientist, and it also is loved by pro athletes, top performers, celebrities, and has thousands of five-star reviews. All right? Bam! Okay? It's made with real fruit juice power. It is delicious, refreshing, and comes in a variety of flavors, including summer f- Summer friendly iced tea and fruit punch. Okay, man, we got all sorts of different things, dude. They got all hydrant mixes, four essential electrolytes to that your body needs: sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. How at your boy? It packs a punch to help you hydrate fast and quick. Okay, so we got a very special de- deal for you. You get a hundred. You get a hundred percent back satisfaction guarantee. If you don't love it, just send us for a full refund. Right. So this is what we're gonna do. Uh, we got a special deal for our listeners. To save 25% off your first order, go to drinkhydrant.com slash hat or enter the promo code hat, H-A-T, okay? Just go to drinkhydrant.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-H-Y-D-R-A-N-T.com, all right? So drinkhydrant.com slash hat, H-A-T, and enter the promo code hat for 25% off your first order. Or let's get back to Bishop Larry Gators. So then the word of the Lord teaches us to be renewed uh, by the renewing of our minds, not the removing of our minds. So what black America uh, is being manipulated, why are we being manipulated? Because we are amongst the most powerful people on the face of the earth. So no black organization has ever been created organically. Let me say this again. No black organization, not even the Nation of Islam, whose God is Wallace Ford, a white man from New Zealand, no black organization has been organically designed by black people. The NAACP was founded by Kazarians, okay? Henry Moskowitz out of Romania in the Spingarn Brothers. Man, it's getting quiet here. The Urban League in SNCC. All of these organizations, even black hair care products, are not owned by black people. Why? 
because the plantation has been upgraded with a new slave. As we're talking about the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Now, I gotta say this. Now, remember maybe a month ago, it was um, Bill and um, Bill Gates and his wife through the Bill and Melinda Robin Williams Gates, I'm sorry, foundation. Uh, his wife said that black people are going to receive the first COVID-19 vaccination. What yeah, was she totally saying? Said that. Totally he is 100%. saying that we're going to be depopulated. Now, these vaccines are uh, called MRC5 through the Medical Research Council, okay? What is MRC5? We're talking about black pain and black trauma. These vaccinations, MRC5, a human embryonic kidney cell strain, per C6, are made from the uh, flesh in the tissue of aborted babies, okay? That's what they're, these vaccinations come from aborted children, but yet they want to inoculate us with MRC5 and with uh, HEK-293, the human embryonic kidney cell strain 293, and per C6, uh, including the DTP vaccination, diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. What are you saying, Bishop? I'm saying that this global Balfamet deep state wants to fully inoculate not just black people, but all people in order for us to be colonized or to be depopulated as we're laying this foundation for um, the weaponization, both the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Just a few minutes and we can give the floor over you guys uh, for Q&A. So there is a term for a vaccination. It's called lucification. Uh-oh. So the term vaccination uh, in Latin means lucification, to lucify, okay, or to lucificate or to vaccinate. So these devils want to depopulate you and I as we're just continuing to lay the foundation concerning the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Now, as a side point quickly, in China and throughout Africa, vaccinations had caused two physical problems uh, within these citizens. Ambiguous genitalia, that is a medical condition where a child is born with two sex organs because of vaccinations. Then the term heteropaternal superfecundation. That means because of vaccinations uh, throughout China and parts of Sub-Saharan Africa, uh, women who are pregnant with fraternal twins, but the twins don't come from the same father, they come from two different fathers. It's all interconnected to, uh, that's it, to this vaccinational industrial complex. Now, a few minutes before we give the floor over to you guys. As we laid this foundation, and I love teaching, concerning the manipulation 
uh, of black pain through the weaponization of black trauma. Now I've heard, I know that you guys have heard of the term Zyklon B, right? Now that term Zyklon B, when interpreted in Persian, it reveals the Persian word Sutef, capital S-U-T-E-F, which means to liquidate or liquidation. Now, Persian is not only written from right to left, and, and so is rabbinical Hebrew. So the Persian term sutif, rabbinically written from right to left, reveals the word pedis. So another word, Zykon B, in the Persian text, means sutif or fetus. This is what they're putting in our food supply here in the 21st century. Now, why are we seeing the greatest global cover-up in human history but being targeted toward Black people? Because number one, African-Americans by and large, not every Black person, but most African-Americans, we only know what we are, but we don't know who we are. And so then, as we begin to break this down, now I'm sure you guys have heard of this corporation called Monsanto, okay? Now the Monsanto Corporation, going back uh, into the 1700s through Isaac Monsanto, who was excommunicated out of the Netherlands, including some of his family members out of Holland, why? Because he was genetically modifying the food as early as in the 1700s. So Isaac Monsanto, whose bloodline goes back to Portugal in 1113 AD, their names were, was not called Monsanto. Their name was called Castro. So Pedro Fernandez de Castro then that bloodline changed their name from Castro to Monsanto, which the Monsanto family was excommunicated out of Holland because of the uh, Inquisition through Holland and the Netherlands. So they moved the Monsantos to New Orleans in, during the year of 1757. But also there's another family called the Lazarus family. So Moses Lazarus was also excommunicated. I'm talking about black pain and black suffering here. So um, the Monsanto bloodline, including uh, Moses Lazarus, uh, uh, was excommunicated out of Holland. Now, the daughter of Moses Lazarus was a woman by the name of Emma Lazarus. Well, Emma Lazarus was a communist, a socialist, and a Marxist who wrote the Great Colossus uh, in 1883. She is the face of the Statue of Liberty. In other words, this face of the Statue of Liberty was a communist, a socialist, and a Marxist. Now we're getting into uh, saying Tripoli territory. You, you guys going to be screaming here in the next five minutes as we're talking about the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. In 1939, 
there was a black woman by the name of Dorothy Taylor who had worked with this witch named Margaret Sanger. So in 1939, uh, Margaret Sanger, who was telling black families to abort their children because they were a burden on society, but yet Margaret Sanger had three sons and she never aborted her sons, but yet she was telling black people to abort their children. So in 1939, a woman, get this name, Dorothy Taylor, signed on the Negro Project which is the final solution, was the final solution for the extermination of Black America through abortion. Who is Dorothy Taylor? Her granddaughter today is Valerie June Jarrett. All right, real quick, I want to tell you about our friends at MyBookie. MyBookie, that's right. Winning season returns at MyBookie, okay? MyBookie season means doubling down your first Deposit winning season means insane prop bets, epic bonuses, and craziest cross-sport wages. At MyBookie, winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Rejoice! The NFL has returned. That means action-packed Sundays and huge cash prizes. All you have to do is get in the action, use the promo code TINFALLHAT. That is one word, my friends. One word and double your first deposit. New players get up to $1,000 in free play designed to add more excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet on. Okay, bet with the best this NFL season for your chance to win big. Use the promo code, the promo code TINFOILHAT and double your first deposit. Winning season begins today only at MyBookie. Go to MyBookie.com. All right. Valerie Jarrett's Holy shit, there we go. That's nuts. So then, this first truth bomb, and hopefully you guys got some educational foreclips so you can lift up your brain matter when I get done with you guys today. So then, the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. So Valerie Jarrett's grandmother, Dorothy Taylor was a agent provocateur for Margaret Sanger to recruit black families to abort their children. This is the reason why uh, Valerie Jarrett supports Dr. Little Tony Midget Fauci and Dr. Deborah 3000 Scarfs Burks. This is the reason why this fake news the crack news network, Don Sweet T. Lemon, and Christopher Fredo Cuomo, and the corruption over at MSNBC with Rachel Madcow Maddow. All <laughs> these devils have been manipulating black pain and weaponizing black trauma because of our ignorance. Oh my God, I feel I feel like saying triply anointing on me today as we're talking about the manipulation of black pain Dude, that's and the weaponization crazy. of black trauma. Real yes. quick, real quick. Now, if you don't know Valerie Jack is, right? She was the woman who got Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie, uh, Roseanne Barr in trouble for the uh, Plan of the Apes thing. She was a she is a part of Barack Obama's uh, administration. She, for some reason, is allowed to walk around with five uh, Secret Service agents. She's not even the president. Yes, she wow. gets those, 
And uh, she's the one who played that hand to get Roseanne Barr in trouble. But what people don't understand is like, she was a giant reason for us illegally assassinating Muammar Gaddafi, which yes. has led to open air slave trades in Libya. See, and again, you hit a powerful nerve with me concerning the manipulation of black pain and the weapon, weaponization of black trauma. Because Roseanne Barr, Roseanne Barr is a patriot. Roseanne Barr said nothing wrong. Again, Valerie Jarrett, uh, grandmother, Dorothy Jarrett, signed on to exterminate her own people, along with the NAACP supported this, Urban League, SNCC Corps. That's why I don't sing the song, We Shall Overcome. That song came up out of the University of Moscow, okay, in 1925. And now you got black people ignorantly singing a communistic socialist song, another topic for another day. So then the grandfather huh, of Valerie Jarrett was a man by the name of Robert Rashawn Taylor, okay? We're talking about the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. So then Dorothy Taylor's husband, Robert Rashawn Taylor, the grandfather of Valerie June Jarrett, was the first black director of, Chicago, of the Chicago Housing Authority and had signed off on the building of the biggest slave ghetto plantation in history, the Robert Taylor Homes, that was built in the 1960s and torn down, I believe, in the mid-2000s. Well, that ghetto was named after the grandfather of Valerie June Jarrett, okay? The great-grandfather of Valerie June Jarrett was a man by the name of Robert Robinson Taylor, the father of Robert Rashawn Taylor. The great-grandfather, man, it's getting heavy here. The great-grandfather of um, Valerie Jarrett Robert Robinson Taylor had worked with Julius Rosenwald to raise money for the syphilis conspiracy that was Tuskegee University. The oh great-grandfather of Valerie Jarrett, Robert Robinson Taylor, worked with his slave master, Julius Rosenwald. Now, don't I, to your listeners, I don't want you guys to be writing me, oh, the bishop is anti-Semitic. Stop, I'm not. My job is to cut the devil's head off in Jesus' name. So the great-grandfather of Valerie Jarrett was a black eugenicist. Robert Robinson Taylor, including the father, get this, the father of Valerie June Jarrett, okay, Dr. James E. Bowman. Now, Dr. James E. Bowman was a eugenicist whose mentor was a Kansarian eugenicist by the name of Dr. Alf Alvin, capital A-L-F, then capital A-L-V-I-N-G. I love teaching here. So, to all of my students, the, um, the manipulation of black pain in the weaponization of black trauma. So every person, every Kinsarian in history, the Rothschilds were once called 
the Bartorock family in the 1400s. Then they changed their name to the Bowers in 1577. Then eventually they became the Rothschilds. The Rothschilds are related to the Annenbergs. The Annenbergs who own TV Guide and run the American media industrial complex. The Annenbergs uh, are related to the Flagerheimers who had produced one of the most powerful gangsters in history, Dutch Schultz. Oh my God, I feel like having church here tonight. So then the bloodline of Dutch Schultz is also related to the bloodline of the Maxwells, whose bloodline is connected to the Hulk family within the Prussian Empire, going back to the 1200s, who changed their name from Hulk to Maxwell, which produced e Sir Ian Robert Maxwell and his daughter, Jessalyn Maxwell. And then the Maxwells, to all of your listeners, if you guys get a chance, uh, just go to the Bishop's YouTube page, which is Global Spiritual Revolution Radio, and check out my Kobe Bryant series. I just completed volume 10 the other day, where I am dissecting the bloodlines of Rothschilds, Annenbergs, Schwartz, Schwartz family. Also, in the bloodline, and there's a book concerning slavery in Savannah, okay? In other words, the Bryant bloodline who belonged to the Silsby um, slave plantation in East Savannah, the Silsby's bloodline had later produced Laura Silsby. Who's Laura Silsby? She used to run Amber Alert. Her hold on, bloodline. hold on, hold on. Yo. You're telling me it, Laura Silsby is, yeah. Yes, her bloodline, yes. The one who got busted for yes. um, trying to kidnap kids in Haiti. And she, he, she got found, she was convicted and, and Bill Clinton had to fly in to Haiti to get her out. She now works at uh, Florida's version of Amber Alert. I mean, how scary is that? She's a convicted for kidnapping children for child sex trafficking. And now she's working at Amber Alert, which totally makes sense because if you kidnap a kid, you call there, tell them, don't, don't announce it. She's going to be right there not to announce it. Or she could tell somebody, hey, this kid's missing or something like that, you know? I mean, oh, that's a powerful addition, a powerful comment that you just made there, uh, Brother Sam, because she also works for a company called Alert Sense, S-E-N-S-E, -S -E, out of Idaho. It was Alert Sense that set off that false alarm in Hawaii. It was her company, Alert Sense, that was behind that. So as we're talking about um, the manipulation of black pain, and the weaponization of black trauma. So the bloodline of the Silbies that goes back to Scotland, then they immigrated to um, the southern portion of the United States, Georgia, okay? It was the Silby family that owned the bloodline of the Bryants. But the Bryants were not called the Bryants, they were called the Silbies, okay? who eventually was sold to the Bryant family, okay? 
one of the most powerful families in the Dixie South during the early part of the 1800s. So the Bryant family, after the Emancipation Proclamation, okay, in 1863, in the ratification of the 13th Amendment in 1865, um, the Bryant brothers moved to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, whose bloodline would later produce Kobe Bean Bryant. Oh, you all know him today. So then, as we're talking about the manipulation of black pain, okay, and the weaponization of black trauma. Now, as a side note, as a side note, I want you guys to look up uh, a few items here. Uh, there's a book called Eaters of Children. We're still talking about the manipulation of- Hold on, uh, someone wrote a book called Eaters of Children? Eaters of Children, the manipulation They, they didn't of really get too pain. creative with that, did they? <laughs> like, let's just, let's just call what it is right there. We're just- let's, let's call Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's not a funny subject, but it's like kind of weird marketing, right? I mean, it's eaters like those generic, of, it's like the generic brands at Walmart, beans, you know? It's like eaters of children. It just says what it does, you know? They didn't spend any money on marketing. No, none at all. You guys, you know, I feel like teaching all night uh, here on your show, Sam. So there's a book called Slavery and Freedom in Savannah, Okay. Slavery and Freedom in Savannah that traces the Silsby bloodline going back to Scotland, immigrating to the United States through Massachusetts down to the state of Georgia. So this book here, Slavery and Freedom uh, in Savannah, uh, one of the most powerful books that is detailing the Silsby bloodline, which eventually, after the ratification of the 13th Amendment that abolished slavery in 1865, the Silsby bloodline moved to Idaho, which officially became a state in 1890. Now, the Silbys in that Slavery and Freedom uh, Savannah book, the Silbys sell 32 slaves, okay? to the Bryant um, Slave Plantation in East Savannah, Georgia, which later would produce Joseph Washington III, who is hundreds of years later, the father of Kobe Bean Bryant. Now, somebody is saying, what does this have to do with the manipulation of pain and the weaponization of trauma? This book, Eaters of Children, um, Peter Grazzi, capital P-E-D-O-C-R-A-C-Y, exposed how access to power is granted through rape, torture, and ritualistic slaughter of the innocent uh, by Giovanni A. Uh, Cerisi. I totally agree with that. That is so the price of admission. Absolutely. So when you look at the cover, and I'm almost done, all eaters of children. It has the sundown around this demon who has a child in his mouth. I, I, I don't mean to get graphic, but the sundown around the body of this demon eating a child. Eaters of children, the pedagogy exposed. Compare that to a second book called Illuminati Unmasked. 
by Johnny Cerisi, okay? It shows the son of Virginia. I'm not trying to be funny. The son of Virginia, which represents the flag of Macedonia that Alexander the Great created, that has a 16-pointed um, sundial of a sun that's on the Eaters of Children book, the Illuminati Amass book by Johnny Cerisi, which is the flag of Macedonia, and that 16-pointed sun star represents the 16-pointed demonic religion called Odu-Ifa, capital O-D-U-I-F-A, which is the religious political testament of Black Lives Matter. So Odu-Ifa represents oh, the oh 16 God. points of demonic possession. Lastly, look on the flag or the logo of the CIA. It has the 16-pointed Son of Virginia, capital V-E-R-G-I-N-A, and that star uh, around the crescent shield in the eagle of the CIA is the 16-pointed global witchcraft system that now is called social distancing. So in that book, Eaters of Children, it has the son of Regina. Illuminati Unmasked by Johnny Carisi, it has the son of Regina, which represents the flag of Macedonia, which also is connected to the 16 points of demonic possession of the religion of Black Lives Matter called Odu Ifa, where they are invoking their ancestors. Well, let me bust your bubble. Ancestors are nothing but demons. This is where we get the term ancestor or incest, ancest or incest. And that 16-pointed sundown is on the logo of the Central Intelligence Agency. And lastly, gentlemen, notice as we're completing this teaching concerning the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. If Johnny, if you can type in uh, how a neighbor's feud in paradise launched an international rape case. Let me say this again. How a neighbor's feud in paradise launched an international rape case and that's on www.nytimes.com. In other words, in the middle of that page, it shows a dancing pole within the plane of the fashion designer, Peter Nygaard, who is closely connected, was, yep, to Jeffrey uh, Epstein. Yep, he's Canadian's Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, he's, yeah. a, oh, he's the Canadian Jeffrey Epstein. Near the center of his plane, there is a pole for strippers, but on the floor around the pole, it's got that 16-pointed sun or star of Virginia on the floor that's connected to the logo on the CIA 
that's connected to Odu Aifa, okay? 16 points of demonic possession, Black Lives Matter. That is connected to Illuminati Unmasked Book and Eaters to Children. Now, somebody said, well, Bishop, what does this have to do with black pain and black suffering? I don't know about you guys, but I there you go right there. But you notice on the yep. floor there, okay? Yep. That is the 16-pointed sundown called um, the flag or the star of Virginia, which was originally designed by Alexander the Great, which represents the 16-pointed global system of witchcraft. Now, as I come in here, the problem that we see today through the manipulation of black pain, through the weaponization of black trauma, then you guys know that we, the United States, have been in some type of war uh, since our founding in 1776. Right now, we have two constitutions. The original constitution of 1776 that was later ratified in 1781. Then the second constitution in 1871 that was forced upon President Ulysses S. Grant by the Vatican, by Pope Pius IX, with the financial backing of the British Rothschilds, to force the United States to destroy the first constitution that made us not a democracy, but a constitutional republic. You see, we were not designed to be a democratic nation. That term democratic or democ comes from that Greek word democ, which means demon or entity. So the United States, through the framers, by the mind of God, designed the United States for America, not the United States of America that's in the second constitution. The second constitution has forced us to be a corporation. Why? Because the corporation now is built upon greed, money, and war. Now, there's a Swiss-born Frenchman, and I'm done, by the name of Dr. Gustav Valbert, covered a V-A-L-B-E-R-T. He wrote a book, gentlemen, in 1861, entitled The Comprehension of War in history. If I'm going too fast, slow me down. So Dr. Gustav Dalbert had said, from 1496 to 1861 AD, which is a protracted period of 3,358 years, which means of the 3,358 years, 227 of those years we're only years of peace. In other words, that's 13 years of war to every year of peace. So then there were 286 wars in Europe alone. As we come in here from 1500 BC to 1860 AD, more than 8,000 peace treaties 
were signed, but only 2.4% were ever enacted or fulfilled. So then 3,100 years of recorded history, this is back in 1861, only 8% of the world has only experienced peace. Why? Because of the psyop of the second constitution even though the second constitution is a fraudulent constitution that has made us not the United States for America, but the United States of America, now we are built as a corporation. I'm gonna bust your bubble again. You guys probably already know this. As we're talking about the, um, the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization, of course, of black trauma. Three of the most powerful locations on the earth run this planet. Washington, D.C., the city of London, and the Vatican, okay? Uh, Jordan Maxwell has been teaching this long before I was even Yep, yep, 100%. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. So Washington, D.C. is the military-industrial complex the city of London is the financial hub, and the Vatican order is the one world religious industrial complex. All three have been decimated with COVID-19 because of these demons in Beijing. So getting back to the concept of war, not just the manipulation of black pain and black trauma, but the manipulation of American pain in American trauma. So then, check this out. So since 3600 BC, the world has only known 292 years of peace. Now, according to the Institute of War in Washington, D.C., you guys probably already know this, according to the Institute of War in Washington, D.C., and according to um, the political uh, science department at Tel Aviv University, they said three years ago that the planet, the world, has experienced 25,000 wars in history from the time of Adam to up until when that article came out uh, three years ago in 2017. In other words, 150 million people to one billion people have died in these wars. So the United States of America has been at war 222 out of the 239 years of our existence. This came out in the New York Times going back to 2016. I'm almost done here as we're talking about the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization. I love of it all, dude. I love it all. It's great. So, yeah, jump in anytime, gentlemen. So then, we're talking about not just the manipulation of everyone's pain and the weaponization of everyone's trauma, but the present debt, and I want you guys to hear me, the present U.S. debt is at least $26 trillion, okay? It would take us 3,600 years to liquidate. Why? Because of the second constitution that made us a corporation. 
Presently, there is a $255 trillion global debt that would take the world 380,000 years to liquidate. Why? Because of the second constitution. So then, the second constitution, which is a fraudulent uh, piece of paper that has caused between 150 million to 1.5 billion people who died in history because of a fraudulent constitution. Five minutes and we're out of here. So then, which is built upon debt? Wait a minute now. When there is no war, there's no money. So then, let me ask you guys a question here. What is the very goal of the deep state? What is, what is the goal of the global Baphomet Luciferian deep state when it comes to money? It's not to make more money. I know that sounds like a paradoxical interpretation. The goal of private central banking is not about making profits. It's about control not controlling the flow of weapons in a certain conflict. Because the global elite is not interested in conflicts. The goal of the global Baphomet Luciferian bankers is to control the debt that the conflict produces. In other words, the real value of a conflict, a true value, is in the debt that it creates. In other words, whoever controls the debt controls everything. So then, getting back to the manipulation in the weaponization of black pain and trauma, it came out a few days ago that the late, supposedly, George Floyd was an informant for the police. Yep. For being manipulated. Now, I was told he's, uh, God rest his soul, if he's dead, he was six foot six and a half. But in reality, he was six foot one and a half. How does a man shrink at death? And so then you have Antifa and Black Lives Matter who are nothing but witches and hoes. I'm sorry here. I, I, I'm, I told you I'm a contract assassin. My job is not to make friends. As a man on the Mount Rushmore, a tinfoil hat, my job is to protect tinfoil from these lesbian witches. Now, they're not witches because they're black women. And they're not witches because they're women. They're witches because they're operating under a spirit that did not come from God. In my conclusion, the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Write this down. There is a word called Gaia, capital G-A-I-A. -A. Now, there is a religion that is worshipped by a witch in Chicago named Oprah Witch Winfrey. So <laughs> the religion, oh my God, the religion of Gaia so the Persian term for Gaia is the Persian word Agoy, capital A-G-O-Y, which means dark algorithm.
Now, Persian and rabbinical Hebrew is, to my understanding, is not written from left to right, but from right to left. Agoy becomes the term yoga. So yoga is a bodily corporate movement of a sick people or person that becomes transhumanal or it, a people becomes a convalescent type of psyop of corporation. Ooh, Larry Gator's gonna piss some people off with that one. Uh, Yoga's oh not yoga is dark arts. Yoga is dark art. In other words, a goy or yoga, when a man or a woman gets into that position, they become an occultic letter. Oh. So, oh my God. So that person becomes an occultic letter of Lucifer L. Satan S. Double D. LSD. Now, as a side note, this term ogoy or yoga represents a convalescent state of a sick and shaking people that are poorly constructed in their corp corporation or court. Let me go one step further. The Persian term, okay, also for yoga is the term ahoy capital a-h-o-y it's not a latin word or a greek word so the term ahoy is a maritime term okay that goes back to the roman empire when they word um, when the roman empire created the child trafficking system they would steal children from around the world and ship them to different parts through maritime law in order for grown men and women to rape and to marry these children. That's where we get the term ahoy, not just a maritime nautical term of calling for the maiden of the ships, but this ahoy or chips ahoy. So this is where we get the term Chippendale. A Chippendale dancer. Oh, there's going to be some pissed off chicks at the end of this. You're going after yoga and the Chippendales? Yes. You better get security, brother. You well, better I got get some security. security. Yes, I, I, I do. You know, <laughs> you know and, and let me say this as a sign note. You guys don't know this, right? But let me say this as a sign note. My life was threatened about, uh, about a week and a half ago by witches of the New York chapter of both Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Why? Because I am a contract killer. My job is to push these devils into hell as fast as I can. So we're getting back to the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. So Chippendale dancers, the origin goes back to the Greek and the Cyprian empires going back during the time of Aristotle, Plato, and Socrates. A Chippendale dancer was both a male prostitute child and a female prostitute child when they were sold to an adult to be raped and then married. 
they were to dance before that adult. That's where the origin or the origination of the Chippendale dancer came from. Man, it's getting quiet here as we're talking about uh, the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Give me five minutes, gentlemen, and then I'm done. So then, in my conclusion, getting back to this witch, uh, Valerie June Jarrett. Valerie June Jarrett, who was born in Shiraz, Iran, uh, is a close confidant of Barry Sotoro with 150 aliases Obama, okay? So her father, Dr. James E. Bowman, was a black eugenicist, okay, who was a close uh, student of Dr. Alf Alving. Both Dr. Alf Alving and the father of Valerie Jarrett, Dr. James E. Bowman, went to the Stateville Penitentiary during the late 40s throughout the 50s in Joliet, Illinois, to inject, okay, not only syphilis, but malaria to see how the bodies of these black prisoners would respond. 800 black men were injected both with malaria and syphilis by the father of Valerie June Jarrett, Dr. James E. Bowman, Wow. Mentor Dr. Alf Alvin, a Kanzarian devil in the Alvin bloodline, which goes back to Scotland, is connected to both the Rainier bloodline and the Mac bloodline, which will later produce Allison Mack, oh, y'all don't hear me tonight, and Keith Rainier. So oh my God, you brought it all home. Oh my God, this is so insane, Bishop. It's insane. So in my conclusion, the father of Valerie June Jarrett, Dr. James E. Bowman, was a eugenicist, okay, along with Dr. Alf Alvin. All of these individuals were a part of a conspiracy to eradicate their own people. I'm talking about Dr. James E. Bowman, who it was the father of Valerie June Jarrett. And that is my end of the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. And I gotta say this, brothers, uh, before we give the floor over to you for Q&A. It is my, through my studies, that the bloodline of the Rothschilds called the Bottleracks in the 1400s, who, who changed their name to the Bowers, who changed their name to the Rothschilds, not only to hide their money, but to gain access to the global Vatican system and the banking system of the Vatican, is related to the Annenbergs is related to the Flegenheimers, who produced Dutch Schultz, and Dutch Schultz married a woman by the name of Frances Maxwell, who became a, uh, a um, Flegenheimer, 
So the Maxwell bloodline goes back to the Prussian Empire by way of Czechoslovakia, Poland, and the Ukraine. So what are you saying, Bishop? They're all related, whether they're Rothschilds, Annenbergs, Katzenbergs, all these birds and demons, they're all related. The Max, the Reniers, that's not in his real name. The Rainier bloodline goes back to Tuscany, Italy, during the year of 800 AD, which was, there was a town that still exists in central Italy um, called the Arzo uh, territory, capital A-R-E-Z-O, who changed their name from Arzo to the Arzo, which later became the Rainiers, who were also related by blood going back to the 1800s to a man by the name of Abe Brothman who gave birth to Abraham Brockman, Edgar Brockman Sr. and Jr. and to the Brockman sisters, a part of Nexus. They're all related by blood. That is the bishop's teaching tonight of the manipulation of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma, and I thank you. Pretty crazy. Man, Larry, you brought it and you saved me today, man. I've been really under the weather. So you came, you did some heavy lifting and it's, it's wonderful, dude. It's crazy how they're all connected. And, uh, dude, I just want to say thank you so much, uh, to the folks, you know, I was really under the weather and Larry came and dropped some hammer. So to him, I say, thank you very much. I hope you guys all enjoyed this show. I mean, they're all connected. I mean, Jesus. Kazarian, slavery, witches, demons, star of Virginia, uh, the Tuscanini experiment, Valerie Jerk. I mean, it's like all that's there. It's so crazy. crazy. I talk about this all the time, man. It's like such an interesting thing because to actually go to somebody in the black community and try to tell them what's going on with their people, they just... They just want to push back, and it's just like I got no skin in the game, dude. You know, it's just like I just and, care, and but you know, it's Sam, like not, not to cut you off. So I'm sorry. I know you don't feel well. I'm sorry uh, to belabor to um, belabor this point. I've had black folk to call my radio show and say, "How dare you try to say that Africa was not the name of the original continent?" Whether Leo Scipio. Africanus was born in Africanus, or whether Leo Scipio was given the name by the white liberal Roman <laughs> Empire, black people have attached their reality, their time, and their probability to a name of a Roman Empire family who were practitioners of spirit cooking, cannibalism, child trafficking, and child uh, pedophilia. Leo Scipio Africanus was one of the first men in Roman history to establish the underground pedophilia networks. But yet, the black diaspora has attached themselves to this term Africanus, which is Africa. Why? Because we've been manipulated. Our pain has been manipulated and our trauma has been weaponized. Well, Bishop, I can't thank you enough for coming. You never, I mean, man, 
just to know that everything's related. Selsby, Keith Rainier, you know, uh, Alice Mack, all those things. I mean, it's uh, it, it, Valerie Jack. It, it totally makes sense, man. It totally makes yes. sense. And people don't realize, uh, you know, it's like they can have a bunch of kids, man. And it only takes one of them to carry on the name and stuff like that to, to be crazy. And it's just, it really is nuts. And they traumatize their children to turn them into complete psychopaths like they are to do the dark arts, man. I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, Paris Hilton at all. And I, I don't know what the point of this doc that's coming out, but she said she was sent to a private school where she was, she was molested over and over and over again. And that is what happens. And Traumatizing. See, that, that's the thing. And, you know, I don't know if you guys remember this. In 1982, in Los Angeles, um, the FBI found over 17,000 aborted fetuses that was found in a dumpster in Woodland Hills, California, at the home of Dr. Malvin Weisberg, who is related by blood to Casey Wasserman of the Wasserman Media Empire that signed Kobe Bryant out of high school through arm talent. Oh my God. So Casey Wasserman's grandfather, Lou Wasserman, was a part of the Kazarian mob out of Cleveland, Ohio. Lou Wasserman's father, Isaac Wasserman, Casey Wasserman's grandfather, immigrated from the Russian Empire, and Isaac Wasserman, the father of Lou, who is the grandfather of Casey Wasserman, who signed Kobe Bryant in 1996. Isaac Wasserman is in the 1971 book, Rules for Radicals by Saul Alinsky, because both Isaac Wasserman and his wife knew the parents of Saul Alinsky, Benjamin Alinsky, and Sarah Tannebaum, who were killers, hired by Stalin, Lenin, Stalin, and Trotsky to take out the czars, okay, the czar Nicholas II and the Romanovs. Then the following year in 1918, the Alinsky family immigrated from Russia to Chicago, and the Wasserman family immigrated from Russia to Cleveland, Ohio. The Wasserman's, Lou Wasserman, and I'm done was heavily connected to the five families here in New York City, more specifically to the Lucchese crime family, and was best friends, Lou Wasserman, the grandfather of Casey Wasserman. Lou Wasserman was great friends with a killer by the name of Frankie Carbo, who had ran the American boxing industry during the 40s and 50s in fixed fights with Joe Lewis, Max Schmeling, Sugar Ray uh, Robinson, okay, uh, including Muhammad Ali. Wait a minute now. So Lou Wasserman is connected to organized crime, including his grandson, Casey Wasserman, who signed Kobe Bryant in 96 through the Wasserman Media Group by uh, directing Arm Talon to be Kobe's agent. So when Colby got in trouble in 2003, Arm and Casey Wasserman sold him like a slave to who? 
his buddy, Rob Palenka of the Landmark Sports Agency. And Rob Palenka said at the memorial, and I'm done, back in February at Staples, that Rob said he was the last one that called Kobe Bryant. How would Rob Palenka know that Kobe Bryant was on a helicopter? Oh, y'all want him? See, it, it, it all ties into concerning the manipulation <laughs> of black pain and the weaponization of black trauma. Let me see what you guys have me to do. I love you guys, every one of you. Larry, thank you so much for coming on the show. You did me a big service today. I really appreciate you. And uh, we'll have you back soon when you got some got some more truth bombs for us, brother. Yes, I love you. I love you, Sam. I love you, uh, Xavier. I love you, Johnny. And I, I'm coming out to Los Angeles the first week in October. Okay? Oh, snaps. In so my studio. Snap and I, we're going to be Damn. doing some live shows out there. And we're trying to rent spacing in front of Staples, but they're fighting us. They, they Because they've heard my uh, my 10-part series on Kobe Bryant. So they're fine. I'm having problems with the city as well. But I'm coming. The first week in October, hopefully I can come into the studio there. And I thank God for all of you guys. You guys are doing a magnificent job. And to your listeners, please bless Global Spiritual Revolution Radio. Go to paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. Again, paypal.me forward slash GSRR Media Group. Please give us your very best financial gift and uh, and we and we love you guys. We're internationally syndicated through the iHeart uh, Radio Network in the iHeart Media Group, and we're so excited um, to be going to WOR 710 AM uh, along with Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity. Now we have catapulted to that level, so we're excited for that. And thank you so much. And sorry, sorry to wear you guys out, especially you, uh, Brother Sam. So, oh, you didn't. You did me uh, a giant great. favor, dude. You saved my. You saved me. So, all right, Bishop. Congratulations on your new radio gig. That's amazing. Those are some big names to be uh, banging yes. with. That's awesome. And I, I feel like you know your 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 star has shined really bright in the last year or so. So, yeah. uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. They always love you. And I, you're gonna get a lot of shit from the yoga people though. But be ready because they <laughs> are nasty. They don't. They'll fart right on you, know brother. What? I don't know if you've been to yoga. Them to become an occultic letter anymore. I'm trying to uh, unconvalescent them so they can be liberated. Absolutely. Thank you so much, gentlemen. All right, brother. Thank you so much for coming. Guys, thank you so much. I love you guys very much. Thanks for understanding. Uh, Really under the weather, but I'm glad we could make this happen. Again, Johnny, thank you, XG. And as always, Bishop Larry Gators, thank you guys so much and take care, everybody. We go deep, homeboy. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.